Hi, I'm Rich Wynn. And I'm Rebecca Nixon. And this is the, the PropTech, PropTech Growth, Growth Podcast. Podcast. Every episode, we interview an expert in the PropTech startup space, gathering their advice and expertise to help you run a successful PropTech business. I'm the Portable PropTech CMO, and I help PropTech startups build and scale their commercial growth strategy. I'm Rich from Richwind Consultancy. I specialize in operations, sales, and process, helping fintechs and PropTech companies to grow. With us today, we've got Adam Piggott on Aslan Bricks. We're just going to get into some questions and, and see how everything's going there. Product is going to be out soon, and so it'll be interesting to get his take and see how that's going to help the market and find out a bit more about him as a person as well. It's going to be a great place to start. So how did the journey start for you, Adam? Yes, a bit of a wayward, bit of a rebel. Nothing too bad, but I was at a centre at boarding school in North London. Suggested I leave after the rugby term had finished. So I left school with limited education, really, but a love of rugby, which I carried on for the next 40 years, actually. I only stopped playing five years ago. But left school, went to work for the foreign office, did some very interesting work there. After eight years, it was time to leave because pay wasn't great being a civil servant in those days. And I randomly applied for a job in a letting agency in Epsom in Surrey. And lettings was very much second-rate business at that time. I was one of about two agents at the time in Surrey who were dealing with lettings. And I was brand new to the business, literally. I did that for almost a year. And then I liked it so much, I set up my own business doing it. So it got a bit serious then. I started to be a bit more responsible. And my business grew. And in fact, at that stage, I was the third specialist letting agent in the whole of the county and all the local estate agents would just pass me their leads because they didn't handle it. And so I was very busy and those agents cottoned on about four years later that maybe they should start doing lessons themselves. But I had a massive march on everyone else. So I grew my business over the next 24 years and eventually sold out to Countrywide in 2014. It was middle to high quality properties all around Surrey. I had four branches, ended up with three when I sold it was a great business. Loved it, actually. Just It was time to move on. So I sold and got involved in some prop tech stuff. Got involved in one of the first online letting agencies called Estates Direct. That fairly quickly. Joined another one called Make Your Move and became a director of that. But we've also founded Credit Ladder, which was the government rent reporting challenge that they threw out. And we won that rent recognition challenge. And then got involved in Open Bricks in 2018 when I met the founder, a guy called Shahad Chowdhury, who's one of the brightest men I've ever met in my life. Up until fairly recently, he was advising the government on AI and blockchain. And I think he put the Galileo Space Project onto blockchain and was involved with the Beagle mission to Mars. But he told me about this concept he'd got to build a portal. And being an agent, portals are great. They were a great source of your leads, but they were expensive and they got increasingly expensive. And before I sold my business, I was spending a lot of money every month per branch on getting coverage on the portals. It was very difficult to not have them because they bring in your primary source of applicant leads. So you've just got to suck it up and use them. But I thought, what a great idea to bring out a portal and put it onto blockchain. And OpenBricks became the first challenger portal, as it were, other than on the market, of course, which was also going before we started OpenBricks. But anyway, after COVID, we realized that was actually too challenging, being a challenger portal. But we really started to get a really good idea that there was this need for a, a tenant app, something for tenants, because tenants are effectively the bottom of the pile. They shouldn't be because they fund the whole private rent sector and don't get a wonderful experience in the letting industry in the UK. What we've now built, finished, it's taken three years and we're just about to launch. We've built a tenant app 
called T-Life with a Y, so T-Life, standing for Tenant Life Cycle. It's a portable app they can take from property to property. They can pick it up mid-tenancy. Students can use it. Social housing tenants can use it. Private rent secretary tenants can use it. And one of its primary functions is, first of all, identifying you, the tenant. So it links in via our partner, Yoti, to the passport office. It has facial recognition technology. And it can covers 190 odd countries now. I know in parts of India, they have government ID cards. It works for that. It works for your driving license. It pulls in your ID and verifies it and covers off the right to rent as well and the right to work. Tenants can first of all identify themselves. They can start having their rent payments read. And accordingly, then T-Life collects that information using open banking and provides the tenants with a very nice, neat log or record of all their rent payments. And if you've been renting for a couple of years and you've been proving that you've been paying £1,800 a month on your rent, being able to share that information, your up-to-date rent records to, with, say, another landlord or another agent, say, look, I'm a good tenant. This is where I've been living. These are my rent payment dates. I've paid everyone on time. And you have the option as a T-lifer to have those rent records uploaded to your credit reference agencies like Experian, and Equifax and TransUnion to help your credit score. And that's something that all tenants should be able to do. And whilst that facility has been in operation with Credit Ladder, for example, and others who do it as well, it's not something that's widely adopted. And indeed, a lot of tenants aren't even aware that they can pay £18 a month for a direct debit on their mobile phone, and that gets added to their credit score. But paying 40% of your income on rent each month doesn't. There's no recognition. There's no proof that you've got credit worthiness when it comes to your rent, and that's wrong. So T-Life addresses that and gives the tenants that facility. And they can complete an affordability test to say, look, what sort of rental are you wanting to go for? What's your income? And it gives them an affordability, first of all, so that they know, oh, look, at that rental, I'm likely to perhaps pass my reference if I haven't been providing, I'm telling the truth. So that's free. And then if they want to, they can purchase a low-cost, fully enhanced digital comprehensive reference. And that is on their T-Life app. And then effectively, what these tenants can now do is go to an agent or a landlord and say, I'd like to have a viewing on that property on Friday at 2.30. Here is my T-Life ID. The agent then presses on a share code. They get taken to a tenant's page and they can download the copy of the ID or the right to rent. So it's data protection compliant. They can download the rent records if the tenant has chosen to share this information. So they've got that in their system. And of course, they can download the timestamp and validated reference, again, directly into their server, along with a rental warranty and a legal protection insurance that sits with it. And the agent can either buy the rental warranty or legal protection, sell it on, or do what they want to do. But effectively, it will also save the agent from the costs of the reference. Now, this falls outside the tenant fee ban very clearly because if a tenant is an applicant and it's not conditional on a specific tenancy. And much like customer does on EasyJet, for example, if you want to pay extra for speedy boarding, that's your prerogative. You get to the head of the queue. And that's what we're doing to tenancy is saying, look, this is your data. You should be allowed to own it and you should be allowed to share it with whoever you want to. And so we're bringing pre-qualified rent-ready tenants directly to the agent's at zero cost to the agents. So it's exciting. It's a very new concept, never done before, but we've got fantastic industry backing. We've had the TDS invest in us exclusively now. So they're retiring their app and they'll be migrating 
their active database of all the tenants in the UK, encouraging them to go on to T-Life where they can also manage their deposit returns. So that's one of our major routes to market. But we've also got our partners like Yoti, and Credit Ladder and FCC Paragon, who are uh, the largest reference providers in the UK, who are all using T-Life to start promoting and pushing their processes through T-Life. So T-Life became a product of OpenBricks really many years ago when we started doing the concept, but it's the one that's grown and we've really sunsetted the portal now. We still get the property feed in. So we've actually recently contacted all our agents who supported us in the early days of being a portal to say, look, by the way, this is what we're using your property feed for. Are you okay? And they've all two, I think, have said, yeah, carry on, because we can now help those agents with the whole onboarding process. So T-Life is the tenant side, but if the agent wants to access those and actually use it, so it's a standalone product, agents can use that without integration or contracts or fees. It's completely free. But if the agents want to go ahead and actually use our onboarding pre-tenancy process, that's called OpenFlow. And we get the property feed there. So the agent can just click on the property that they've let. And then the, all that information is pulled down onto their dashboard along with their gas certificates and EPCs. And they can liaise and link with the tenant in real time and send them their offer, send them the holding deposit demand. They've got access to the references already. And they can go through the whole compliant end-to-end -end process in about 50 seconds and move a tenant in. And like you say, there's nothing else anywhere near that touches the sides. We've got some great competition out there, but we're the first portable tenant lifecycle app in the UK. And we aim to create this sector and then hopefully dominate it by doing what's right for tenants. So we really feel we're very tenant centric and our team is full of people within the letting industry who've worked for many years. So we're guided by our lettings experience and we get the tech to suit what we want. Our tech team's brilliant, but we're very much lettings guided. Awesome. Obviously you, you've mentioned agents a lot here and I think we've touched on this before. Is this something that will as more and more people look to either sell their own home or let their own home, is it something that's then going to remove the need for the agent? No, the not at all. Not at all. Absolutely not. I'm an advocate for professional agents, 100%. I was one myself. No, what we want to do is aid the agent. One of the big problems is currently in the letting market is the amount of applicants per property. And I've experienced it myself, but I've talked to numerous agents and people saying to me, oh, I've had over 30 applicants for this property. I had to take it off after half an hour. And that is very common. And any agent listening to this would be nodding their head saying, yeah, that's the case. But the trouble is they feel they can't just go you and you, viewings, the rest of you out because they can't. They've got to qualify. They've got a duty of care to their client. But equally, how on earth do they go through that many viewings for a property? So they have to start sifting. And whatever they do, they're going to be told they're in the wrong. Oh, it's not fair. My agent wouldn't even show me the property. They'll come in for all sorts of trouble. So what a lot of the agents we've been talking to in the last two, three months are saying, and we've got some really good traction and take up now, all in the pipeline is, look, if we made T-Life part of our application process, so it's an automated email goes back to every applicant that comes in and says, yes, can I have a viewing? What happens is that they're told, fantastic, great. Can you go and it would really help us if you were to get yourself ready and download T-Life. You can do your affordability on there. It would help us if you did your ID there because we're going to require it. 
And even if you don't end up getting our property, you've done your ID and you can share it as many times to as many other agents as you like. And all the agent needs to do is click on share code and we can download it. So right to rent's covered. And when you give the option, say, look, you can run your affordability, which will see, give you an indication as to how likely you are to pass your referencing. And indeed, if you want to go one step further, you can always purchase your own reference. And agents making that part of their process will help them. So if every applicant gets that same message, go and download TLive, do this, would really help us and show you in the best light possible to our client. And out of those 30 applicants, six went and did it and they all looked clean and all the referencing was clean and the IDs all clean and clear. If that's all done, then likely they're probably just going to go and do those six viewings. And they've given the opportunity to the others to go ahead and do it. But it also means that they're choosing tenants, even if they would like to re-reference them themselves, they're picking tenants who are likely therefore to pass the reference procedure. And agents are having to spend a lot of money on multiple references for one property because they have to reference a number of people and see who's better placed. And this can just be done at the beginning before the viewing process starts. It's absolutely helping agents sift through their huge numbers of applicants. And it's actually really smart. I don't know the data protection laws or anything like that around this, but should the market cool down, which at some point it ultimately will, the agent would then have a database of qualified, non-qualified people. At the moment, one of the problems that agents have is when they're obliged by law to get all this information, and often it's sent by WhatsApp or by email, or we had one tenant the other day who said he ended up losing all these properties because there's too much competition. He said he was literally, he reckoned he'd emailed his copy of his passport to about a dozen agents. And that's not good. That's not data protection compliant. And that share code, by the way, only lasts for 24 hours. So the agent's got 24 hours to get that information. If they choose not to do it, then the tenant can then share the share code again with them. But they've got control of that because it's their data. But ultimately, if the agent hasn't taken up the share code and then they think, oh, I'll go in and have a look at that data again, they can't. So again, it's another reason why this process is Data Protection Act 2018 compliant. So again, is this then something that you see, you may or may not be able to say, moving more towards this is the CRM for lettings? Again, we're not a CRM. But you could be. You have an enormous amount of data on all these people. No, we won't be a CRM. So we've also integrated with 34 CRMs in the UK. Blows that one out then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the ZPG ones and Desres and 1090, Apex 27. Yeah, we've integrated with all of them. What we'd rather do, what OpenBricks is, it's a platform that enables tenants to be able to link up with all key elements in the property in the letting market, whether it's agents, their CRMs, and other quality partners, part of the process. We've got plans to link in with a couple of other reference providers. We've got Inventory Base, for example. We've already done very deep integration with them. We've got facilities for agents to be able to buy gas checks and EPCs, and they can choose to do that. They've got their own people. They can use their own. It's just, if you don't even have one, it's emergency and your EPC provider can't do it in time, you can buy it on platform, but you don't have to choose the suppliers we give you. It's just dead there and we're going to integrate with more. So it's about partnering with the right people, bringing all those elements together on one platform to make the process slick and quick and easy. So working with agents, working with their CRMs, working with industry suppliers is all that we're about. All we do is make the tech process really slick and easy for the agent and for the tenant. Brilliant.
And I think one thing that I've learned from doing these around the prop tech space is get what you're good at and stick to it and keep making that better. Clearly what you're doing, and I'm not praising you just because you're on this, but there's nothing about this for me that doesn't work or isn't something that's going to fundamentally help and hopefully change for the better the tenancy onboarding process. It goes back to your previous question was, are we going to be a CRM? Absolutely not, because for us to do that and then... Why don't we do our own referencing? I'd rather use the people who are the best at it. So I'd rather work with the CRM, work with the reference provider, work with the ID provider, work with a fantastic inventory company, work with, yes, for example, the largest of the government-backed uh, tenancy deposit schemes. I'd rather work with all them and tie them all in and make the UX slick than try and do it ourselves. It's hard enough as it is. So how have you found marketing this to agents? How has it been received? Because obviously Open Bricks has been around for a bit and people being aware of tea life how have you found that side of things yeah we've been launching for the last 18 months in many ways but in fact we've always held back because we've always had something just about to come and, and integrate with us we think actually let's just hold back and we feel we've done all the integrations now so we really are starting an earnest to launch in march and it's a good point you make because how are the agents taking this well Principally, we finished our OpenFlow, the tenancy onboarding product, about a year ago. We went out and did demos and everyone goes, wow, this is really good. It links with T-Life and that's fantastic. But I'm contracted to another one and it takes time. I've got to train my staff and it, that's a slower burn. And anyone who says that they're onboarding solution, yeah, everyone's taking it up. It's a slow burn. They work hard. They're set in their ways. They've got their processes. They've trained their staff. It's got to be a very big reason for them to change all that. So that's why we have very much focused on T-Life and T-Life is something new. So what agents are now saying to us when we go back and say, look, I've got this tenant app. I want to talk to you about it. And they go, it's a tenant app. No, it is for you. Let me explain. And I say, look, I can bring you rent ready tenants free of charge, no integrations, no contracts, no fee. Literally all you do is this. And they go, okay, now that's interesting. And then a couple of them have said to us, now we want to adopt that and they're in, we've got them in our timelines and booked in for them to start adopting T-Life. We've got many agents doing this now. And what a lot of them have said is, so tell me about this onboarding solution again. And you do a demo and it now starts to make sense. And we've got some quite good uh, take up on that now. So T-Life is the crown jewel for us. And I think everything else will follow off the back of that. So we're very excited. But we're also having discussions regarding the adoption by the Department of Work and Pensions that all sorts of potential is coming here. So yeah, T-Life, I think will be of great interest. Yeah, that's excellent. And so when you go out to agency, because obviously there's almost different categories that you go to, are you with TLR going to the big boys? Are you going to the guild? What's the plan been? Okay. When we rolled out as a portal back in 2020, we had a lot of support from independents. So we're going to them now and getting some really nice take up because they're saying, well, this is great. And when we say we've linked with your CRM, how do you know? Because we get your property feed. So I know we've integrated with your CRM if I can't remember which one it was. And that's going down well. And they're saying, yeah, let's make this work. And we're giving them this, this link button that they then put on their emails and it's done. It's literally done. We're going out to some of the bigger agencies now. And again, we've got three or four who are saying to us, yes, we'll be adopting it from May, for example, where the pre-qualification reference is at its final testing. So it's built, it's ready. We're just doing the final testing of it this week. And then we'll go out from it. We'll get our messaging right. And we're going to start launching that in a couple of weeks time. Awesome. I think what would be really interesting is to have you back on in a year's time. 
and just find out the learnings, the highs, the lows. Uh, as a founder, highs and lows are a daily occurrence. So I think it could well revolutionize the industry and it could be an amazing story. But next year, one year of tea life, and there could be some amazing stuff for you to go over with us. This is my fifth startup in 35 years. So I've only ever been involved in startups, but they've all bar one. I think I can say they've been successful. One of them wasn't. I'm very confident that this is something the industry need. Tenants love it. Why would they not? So this will be an exciting journey. My team at OpenBricks are incredible. They're like an Avengers assemble of guys from the property letting industry. They're fantastic. We all get on really well and we're all super excited and it's good to go. And this one's fun. It's been a lot of fun. The last two, three years, particularly it's been a lot of fun doing this so we'll see it shows on your face when you talk about it how it's not just something you're passionate about it's something you genuinely enjoy and that's really nice to see i, I talk about the other startups i've exited them all because i thought well, do you know what? i've just run out of ideas now on this one let someone else take it over but this one has just got so much potential it is very exciting and we all feel like that why have we taken so long on this launch it's about getting the partnerships right so rather than going out and trying to sell bits of it We've ended up getting all our partnerships in place, getting people to buy into the idea. They get it, make the journey good, make the product the best it can be. And now we're going out properly. I can't make any more excuses about holding back the launch because I think my shareholders go mental, but they've been very patient to be fair. Awesome. Good luck. Not that you need it. Everyone needs luck. Listen, you can have the best product in the world. If you don't get take up, you don't get take up, but I'm confident about this one. That's amazing. Brilliant. Adam, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all the information around tea life. And uh, yeah, like I said, it is time. It would be great to get you back on and uh, see how successful you've been. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Enjoyed it. It's been good. Thanks for joining us on the PropTech Growth Podcast. To learn more, you can find us on LinkedIn or email proptechpodcast at iCloud.com. See you next time.